This is episode 550 of the AWS podcast, released on October 10, 2022. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Suddenly, here with you. Great to have you back. And of course, I'm joined by Horn Nguyen Longren. G'day, Horn. How you doing? I mean, everything is awesome when you're part of a team. <laughs> now, now everyone's going to have that song in their head for the rest of the day. So you're well welcome. done. Well done for spreading <laughs> the global earworm. <laughs> We've got lots to talk about today, don't we, Horn? So why don't you kick us off? All right. On to the topic of compute. Adobe's Compute Optimizer now supports 37 new EC2 instance type and new memory metrics for Windows instances. Now, this includes bare metal instances M6G Metal and Compute Optimized instances C7G 2X Large, HPC 6A 48X Large. Additionally, AWS Compute Optimizer now analyzes available M bytes, available K bytes, available bytes metrics to deliver more accurate EC2 instance recommendation for EC2 Windsor indices. With this launch, AWS Compute Optimizer now supports a total of 425 EC2 instance types. When available M bytes, available K bytes, and available bytes metrics are not available, AWS Compute Optimizer will fall back to use memory percentage committed bytes in use metrics as memory metrics. You can configure Amazon CloudWatch agents to report available M bytes, available K bytes, and available bytes to AWS Compute Optimizer. Snow Amazon Linux 2 AL2 Amazon Machine Image AMI available in all Snow family jobs. With this launch, customers can get started running edge workloads on Snow devices using Snow AL2 AMI. The Snow AL2 AMI is maintained and provided by AWS Snow, making it easier for customers who do not want to create their own AMI for Snow devices. Prior to this launch, customers had a two-step process to provisioning AMIs on Snow jobs. Now, customers who do not want to bring their own AMIs to Snow jobs can add a Snow AL2 AMI to their Snow job with one-click selection at the time of job ordering. To use this feature, select Snow AL2 AMI in the Compute Using EC2 Instances section of the Snow console and the AMI will be installed on the device. Once the device reaches the customer site, customers will have the option to inject the new SSH keys or use existing SSH keys using Ops Hub software or CLI. Onto the topic of customer engagement, Amazon Connect has launched Amazon CloudWatch support for third-party integrations for wisdom, tasks, and customer profiles. So this makes it easier for you to monitor operational metrics. These integrations enable Amazon Connect customers to ingest data so you can get things like purchase history, knowledge content, and or automate task creation from third-party SaaS applications like Zendesk, Salesforce, or ServiceNow. You can now collect, view, and analyze operational and utilization metrics such as number and size of documents ingested by Wisdom from a third-party application like Zendesk. Now, this feature's out of the box, no coding required, so just use it. Now onto the topic of databases. Amazon RDS for MySQL supports new minor version 5.7.39. We recommend that you upgrade to the latest minor versions to fix known security vulnerabilities in prior versions of MySQL and to benefit from the numerous fixes, performance improvements, and new functionality added by the MySQL community. You can leverage automatic minor version upgrades to automatically upgrade your databases to more recent minor versions during scheduled maintenance windows. 
Amazon RDS for MariaDB supports new minor version 10.6.10. Again, we recommend that you upgrade to the latest minor versions to fix known security vulnerabilities in prior versions of MariaDB to benefit from numerous bug fixes, performance improvements, and new functionalities added by the MariaDB communities. Also, don't forget to leverage the automatic minor version upgrade as well. I, I reiterate, patch your stuff. <laughs> all the things, patch all the things. The nice thing, that is one of the nice things with RDS that I think a lot of folks still don't quite remember is that the, the minor upgrades are automatic if you want them to. And that can be seamless if you're a multi-AZ or in a maintenance window that you specify if you're single AZ. So life is good when you got that. Especially with the easy button. Absolutely. Moving on to the topic of developer tools, AWS X-Ray has launched support for tracing PHP applications via OpenTelemetry in public preview. Now, ADOT is a secure AWS-supported distribution of the OpenTelemetry project, and with this launch, you can now use the PHP SDK to instrument your PHP applications for tracing with X-Ray. And X-Ray will help you visualize and debug your distributed PHP applications in the CloudWatch console with its service map and trace analytics tools. Now onto the topic of in-user computing. AWS introduces Ubuntu Desktop for Amazon Workspaces. Really excited about this one because with this launch, Amazon Workspaces customers have the flexibility to select Amazon Linux, Microsoft Windows, or Ubuntu Desktop depending on specific needs of their end users. Customers can easily provision and scale Ubuntu Workspaces for developers, data scientists, and engineers as high-performance cloud-based development desktop or for other non-technical users for general-purpose desktops. Ubuntu Desktop for Workspaces is available with AWS SDK and the latest toolchain for Python, Rust, Ruby, GCC, Go, PHP, and Perl, creating an ideal desktop environment for cloud-native and open-source development. And since Ubuntu Desktop for Workspaces is built on Ubuntu long-term support LTS release, customers also get long-term stability and expanded security updates. So, Horn, does this mean that it is now always going to be the year of the Linux desktop, wherever you are, Absolutely. whatever you want to do? Absolutely. So excited about this <laughs> it's one. Here. <laughs> it's here, finally. AWS announces Amazon Workspaces Core. Now, this is super cool. Amazon Workspaces Core is a new fully managed virtual desktop infrastructure VDI service that combines the security global reliability, and cost efficiency of AWS with existing VDI management solutions. You heard it right. Workspaces Core removes the need for capacity planning or infrastructure refreshing and simplifies the provision, deployment, and management of VDI environments. With Workspaces Core, you can migrate your on-premises VDI solutions to AWS or deploy in a hybrid environment spanning on-premises resources and Workspaces Core infrastructure. Manage your entire user base from a single console without disrupting end users or retraining your IT staff. Workspaces Core allows you to migrate to the cloud at your pace. You can extend the life of existing infrastructure investment while benefiting from the administrative and end-user experience of your existing VDI software solution. Very, very cool. On to the topic of machine learning. You can reduce ML model training job startup time by up to eight times using SageMaker training managed warm pools. Now, users can now opt in to keep your machine learning model training hardware instances warm for a specified duration of time after the job completes. Using this feature, customers can do iterative experimentation or run consecutive jobs at scale for model training on the same warm instances with up to an 8x reduction in job startup latency. 
Now, Amazon SageMaker model training is a fully managed capability that spins up instances for every job, trains a model, and then spins down the instances after the job. And customers are only billed for the duration of the job. This fully managed capability gives customers the freedom to focus on their ML algorithm and not worry about the infrastructure management while training models. However, because hardware instances are provisioned for every training job, this behavior introduces startup latency for repetitive training workloads. Given the model training process requires substantial iterative experimentation, startup latency for every single job is an additional overhead for customers. Also, customers who like to train high volumes of models at scale often use the same instance configuration for consecutive training jobs and find this startup latency for every job burdensome. So now you can keep everything warm for a specified period, which means you can avoid the startup overhead. And basically, you can enable SageMaker training managed warm pools by specifying a keep alive period in the training API. And if you opt into the warm pools, then you build for the instances and EBS volumes for the duration of the keep alive period. So this really helps with that iterative approach. Amazon SageMaker Autopilot now includes Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler feature transforms when deploying models for inference. Now, if you've not used Amazon SageMaker Data Wrangler, it reduces the time to aggregate and prepare data for machine learning from weeks to just minutes. And Amazon SageMaker Autopilot automatically builds, trains, and tunes the best machine learning models based upon your data while allowing you to maintain full control and visibility. Data Wrangler enables a unified data preparation and model training experience with SageMaker Autopilot in just a few clicks. Now, this integration is now enhanced to include and reuse Data Wrangler feature transforms such as missing value imputers, ordinal one-hot encoders, etc., along with Autopilot models for ML inference. When you prepare data in Data Wrangler and train a model by invoking Autopilot, you can now deploy the trained model along with all the Data Wrangler feature transforms as a SageMaker serial inference pipeline. This will enable automatic pre-processing of the raw data with the reuse of the Data Wrangler feature transforms at the time of inference. Now, this feature is currently only supported for Data Wrangler flows that do not use join, group by, concatenate, and time series transformation. And Amazon SageMaker Canvas supports mathematical functions and operators for richer data exploration. So this allows you to define new features in your data. Now, if you've not used SageMaker Canvas, it's a visual point-and-click service that enables business analysts to generate accurate ML predictions on their own without requiring any machine learning experience or having to write a single line of code. SageMaker Canvas supports a number of data transformations to filter, join, and modify data sets and advanced visualizations to understand the relationships between variables in your data. So starting from now, you can use mathematical functions and logical operators with these data transformations to understand the distribution of your data better prior to building ML models. The results from these functions and operators allow you to create new features that can be visualized for particular attributes. Supported mathematical functions include add, subtract, multiply, divide, mean, standard deviation, variation, exponent, and log. Additionally, SageMaker Canvas supports logical operators such as if-then-else statements to define specific conditions and gives you the flexibility to understand, distribute, and explore your data better. Now onto the topic of management and governance. AWS Cloud Control API now supports AWS PrivateLink. Now, this provides access for customers to leverage AWS Cloud Control API through private virtual cloud VPC endpoints within their virtual private network. Customers can now manage their cloud infrastructure in a consistent manner and use the latest AWS capabilities faster using Cloud Control API's common application 
programming interface APIs through private AP addresses in their Amazon VPC. These customers can use AWS Cloud Control APIs without having to use public IPs, firewalls, or internet gateway. With AWS Private Link, you can provision and use VPC endpoints to access supported AWS services. AWS Private Link provides private connectivity between VPCs, AWS services, and your on-premises networks without exposing your traffic to the public internet. For example, customers from regulated industries that prefer to keep their VPC private with no internet connectivity can now use cloud control APIs to create, read, update, delete, and list CRUD-L, AWS, and third-party service resources with a consistent API. These customers can now benefit from a uniform method to manage hundreds of AWS resources and over a dozen third-party solutions available on the cloud formation registry spanning monitoring, databases, or security management resources. Furthermore, as Cloud Control APIs is up to date with the latest AWS resources as soon as they are available on the CloudFormation registry, you can now adopt the latest AWS innovation through private VPC endpoints. AWS System Managers adds CloudWatch alarms to control tasks. Now customers can choose to stop a task or an action in System Manager services when a CloudWatch alarm is activated. This will allow customers to use broad range of monitoring metrics supported by CloudWatch, ranging from resource utilizations to application performance to control task. If the specified CloudWatch alarm is activated during a task, automation will stop the task, run command will cancel the command, state manager and maintenance window will skip dispatch. It's easy to get started. Customers can add CloudWatch alarm while setting up task in system manager's automation, run command, state manager, and maintenance Windows services. Once set up, users can view the attach alarm in the task detail page. For example, when patching instances through system manager automation, you can configure automation to stop patching if instances fail, status check failed, CloudWatch alarm is activated. AWS Service Catalog Console makes improvements on usability. Now this is for customers who are provisioning AWS resources via the AWS Service Catalog Console. These changes will help enable better error handling and reduce friction in the provisioning workflow. With the improvement on error handling, customers will be able to debug provision errors and take actions on them more easily. Instead of seeing errors in a raw JSON format, you can now see them in a more readable tabular format. This allows you to look for the most relevant errors and root cause issues more quickly. Moving on to the topic of networking and content delivery, just one but important update today. AWS CloudMap updates its service level agreement. So the monthly uptime percentage SLA is now 99.99%, which is an increase from the previous uptime percentage of 99.95. This updated SLA is available immediately in all regions where AWS CloudMap is available. Now, if you've not used AWS CloudMap, it's a service for identifying resources out there in your network that you want to use service calls, etc. So having this highly available is a useful thing. Now onto the topic of security, identity, and compliance. AWS announces updated support plan console with new IAM controls. 
ADS Support continues to provide a mix of tools, technology, people, and programs to help you optimize performance, lower cost, and innovate faster. Today, the new AWS Support Plan's console experience makes it easy to view your current support plan, the included features within that plan, and compare your plan with other AWS supported plans. Starting today, you can use AWS Identity and Access Management IAM to grant users permissions to manage support plans for AWS accounts. You are not limited to only using your root user to change support plans. You can also use new AWS managed policy to grant selected IAM identities permissions to change support plans. Bottle Rocket is now supported by Amazon Inspector. Bottle Rocket, a Linux-based operating system that is purpose-built to run container workloads, is now integrated with Amazon Inspector. Customers that have Inspector EC2 spanning already enabled do not need to take additional action. If Amazon Inspector discovers a vulnerability, it recommends an update to the version of Bottle Rocket that fixes that vulnerability. Amazon Inspector is a vulnerability management service that scans EC2 and container workloads for software vulnerabilities and unintended network exposure. Amazon Inspector leverages the AWS System Manager SSM agent to scan for vulnerabilities. In Bottle Rocket Host, the SSM agent runs within the control host container, so you need to make sure it is enabled in your host. AWS Certificate Manager Private Certificate Authority is now AWS Private Certificate Authority. Today, we renamed AWS Certificate Manager Private Certificate Authority to AWS Private Certificate Authority, AWS Private CA. This chain helps customers differentiate AWS Certificate Manager, ACM, and AWS Private CA. ACM and AWS Private CA have distinct roles in the process of creating, managing the digital certificates used to identify resources and secure network communications over the internet, in the cloud, and on private networks. ACM manages the lifecycle certificates, creating, storing, deploying, and managing renewals for AWS services such as Elastic Load Balancing, Amazon CloudFront, and Amazon API Gateway. AWS Private CA enables customers to create customizable private certificates for a broad range of scenarios. AWS services such as ACM, Amazon Managed Streaming for Apache Kafka MSK, IAM Roles Anywhere, and Amazon Elastic Kubernetes Service EKS can all leverage private certificates from Private CA. It also supports creating private certificates for Internet of Things, IoT devices, as well as enterprise users, systems, and services. Moving on to the topic of storage, and this is a big one. Amazon File Cache is now generally available. Now, Amazon File Cache is a fully managed, scalable, and high-speed cache on AWS for processing file data stored in disparate locations, including on-premises. Amazon File Cache accelerates and simplifies cloud bursting and hybrid workflows, including media and entertainment, financial services, health and life sciences, microprocessor design, manufacturing, weather forecasting, and energy. Now, you can create a file cache on AWS in just a few minutes and link it to multiple on-premises network file systems or NFS file systems, in-cloud file systems, Amazon FSx for OpenZFX, Amazon FSx for NetApp ONTAP, and the Amazon Simple Storage Service, Amazon S3, buckets. Data sets from these various locations appear to clients in a single unified namespace. Amazon File Cache is designed to automatically load your on-premises or cloud data into the cache when data is accessed for the first time by your workloads. With Amazon File Cache, you do not need to manage the movement of data or know in advance which files are needed to run your workload. And File Cache enables you to start running your workloads without requiring a full data set to be copied. 
It's designed to deliver consistent sub-millisecond latency and up to hundreds of gigabytes of throughput and up to millions of operations per second. So this is really useful for anything where you need to apply lots of compute to storage that you may have on-premises. Now, you can also preload the cache as well. So if you know you're going to need to use stuff, you don't have to wait for that first byte read. You can also preload it. This is really exciting for a number of our customers. Amazon Data Lifecycle Manager now automates archival of EBS snapshots. Now, back in November 2021, EBS introduced the EBS Snapshots Archive, which was a new tier of EBS snapshots that can help you save up to 75% of storage costs for your snapshots that you retain for more than 90 days and really access. Today, we're announcing that you can use Amazon Data Lifecycle Manager to automatically move snapshots created by Data Lifecycle Manager to the EBS Snapshots Archive, which further reduces any need for you to manage your storage. So this is a great way to reduce the reliance on scripts, et cetera, but still maintain a strong data protection profile. And Amazon EBS snapshots have increased the default limit for in-progress EBS snapshot archives per account to 25 per region. So this is an increase from five, and the default means it's easy to move snapshots to the archive at scale. The default limit applies to all AWS regions where EBS Snapshots Archive is available and it's automatically in your account. If you already have an approved limit for in-progress higher than 25, then you continue to get that limit. And of course, if you need more than the 25 in-progress snapshot archive limit per account in a region, you can submit an increase in the AWS Support Center. So, Han, lots of great things uh, there today. Uh, definitely some things that caught my attention. Definitely want to try out that cache. That's definitely going to help us with performance. Yeah, that's a really interesting one, I think. I'm just so looking forward to seeing how customers use that. And of course, hearing about all our customers that are living the life of the Linux desktop. Absolutely. Go Ubuntu. <laughs> how do people get in touch with you, Han? You can reach out to me on Twitter and my handler at Solo underscore one. That's H-A-W-N-S-O-L-O underscore one. And of course, you can go old school amazon.com is one way to do it. And of course, on our website, you can record verbal feedback using the old voice and upload it to us as well. We've had a few listeners do that recently. We do appreciate it. And of course, until next time, keep on building.